0: Welcome forward. Now you're listening to the millionaires roundtable. I am your host Lynn Richardson here on KBLA talk 1580 and we are creating millionaires one family at a time, one day at a time, one dollar at a time and one dime at a time. And that means you. Hey, now you've heard me say this. uh, An economy without a business cannot thrive just like a car without an engine cannot drive. So if you want to drive your dreams, if you want to drive your uh, finances, if you want to drive your community, if you want to drive your legacy, then I recommend that you get in business. That's right, get in business. Do it now, do not hesitate. Um, Do not doubt yourself. Do not believe that it won't be successful. Let me tell you something. Everybody who starts a business uh, has something way back there uh, that says to them that it just might not make it. It's just like a basketball player trying to shoot uh, and hit that winning shot. Uh, At the last second of the game, they don't necessarily know if they're going to make the, you know, make make the shot, but they take it anyway. So I'm asking you to take the shot anyway and to treat yourself, your life, your business um, in the same manner or even more so, even better than someone would treat their most prized uh, possession in the automobile uh, or, or I should say in the automobile uh, industry in the automobile area so that car is it the Lexus is it the Mercedes is it uh, the BMW what is it that you would like to drive drive your business in the same way that you believe you would take care of that car I remember being at an event once and um, I was trying to teach about financial principles and about saving and everybody in the room said, "Oh, I you know, I don't have enough money. I don't have my bills are too much. My money is too little. My money is funny and my change is strange." Everybody in the room had excuses about why they could not get to the next level financially. And then I had a member of my team send a text to everyone in the room Uh, from a a different number. I had uh, that person send a text and I said, "Um, we have a Lexus available for $1,000. The first person to to reply will get the Lexus. Do you know everybody in the room found $1,000 for the Lexus? Every single person. Not one person failed to respond to that text message about the $1,000 Lexus. Why? Because they believed that the Lexus would bring them value. They believed that the Lexus would give them some symbol of status. They thought that a $1,000 Lexus was a great investment because in their minds, they had already determined that the Lexus was worth way more than the $1,000 that they, that they had to scrape up. Now, mind you, Some of them didn't even have the money. Some of them didn't have money to get home, had barely gotten there, and so on and so forth. But they were going to find $1,000, charge it, or whatever, to get that Lexus. What I'm saying to you, and of course, I was able to tell them that that was not uh, the truth, uh, that that was a test, and every single person in that room was convicted, and they got the message that you have to be just as vigilant about investing in yourself, as you would be about investing in something that the world has told you has value. Even the best Lexus is going to decrease in value over time. And what I'm suggesting is that you put your money, you put that thousand dollars into something, into your mind, something that can increase in value over time, something that can uh, help you prosper over time, something that will help you grow over time, something that will help you build your legacy and add money to your bank account as opposed to taking it away, okay? So if you're going to treat uh, this business, your life uh, uh, like an engine, and I've talked about oiling the engine, I've talked about that. If you're going to treat it this way, then you must understand the personality, okay? I want you to understand the personality of an entrepreneur. I have said often, everybody is an entrepreneur. Uh, An entrepreneur is not something or someone um, that is set aside that you cannot be uh, or or, uh, emulate and it's not a status that you cannot attain. I believe everyone is an entrepreneur. Even if you decide I wanna go to school and I wanna be a teacher, a teacher can also be an entrepreneur. Even if you decide I want to uh, you know, be a lawyer, a lawyer can also be an entrepreneur. If you decide I, I, ju- I just do hair, uh, someone who does hair can be an entrepreneur. You may have gone to school for engineering or uh, to be a doctor or whatever it is, guess what? You can also be an entrepreneur. If you are a dentist, you can also be an entrepreneur. Entrepreneurialism is something that we can all achieve, and it is simply the ability to continue to create new ideas products and services that you can monetize. That is, is for me, that is essentially the center of entrepreneurialism. It is the ability to create ideas and products and services that you can monetize. That's what it is. So most entrepreneurs that I know are always looking for another way to monetize something. So let's just take some of the people in the hip-hop industry. My uh, uh, big brother, uh, Russell Simmons, my good, dear friend, um, he has done everything from you know just starting out with uh, records and then concerts and then with fashion and then with financial companies and so on and then yoga studios, always finding a way to turn his ideas, products, and services into monetizable assets, meaning you can make money from them. All right. So the very big difference between an entrepreneur and someone who is not is that an entrepreneur is going to make money. Some others have these ideas, but they want to give them away. That's not what we're talking about. Not that giving isn't good. Giving is good. But right now, we are talking about turning your ideas into money. The harvest is here. The time is now. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. Welcome forward now, this is the Millionaire's Roundtable here on KBLA Talk 1580, and this is Lynn Richardson, and we are creating millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one dollar at a time, and one dime at a time, and that means you. So here's the deal. Um, An economy without a business cannot thrive just like a car without an engine cannot drive. And in order to take care of that engine, and I've talked about oiling the engine, In order to take care of that engine, you must know what you're taking care of. You must know the anatomy of it. And what I'm going to say, one of the most, uh, what I'm going to say is this, one of the most important things in your business is the personality of the entrepreneur. Okay. So in understanding the anatomy of your business, what are the components? What makes it work? Uh, What are the things that make it go? Um, What are the things that wake it up? What are the things that make it move? in your business, you've got to start to think about that business anatomy. And the main component of the anatomy of the business is the individual, one of the main components is the individual who is running it. And the individual who is running that business, some of you don't think you are an entrepreneur because you think that you're not, I don't know, smart. And that is not necessarily a requirement. You think that you are not creative creativity is required, but it doesn't have to be you. You think that you are not gifted? Yes, everybody is gifted at something. But the truth is, many entrepreneurs are those who have ideas, they have a great idea, they may be passionate about it, but they don't understand the personality of an entrepreneur that makes up the anatomy of that business. So I want you to understand this. Now that you know why it makes sense it makes dollars and cents okay it makes dollars and cents s-e-n-s-e and it makes dollars and cents c-e-n-t-s for you to be in business for yourself even if you love your current job as a matter of fact i say yes love your job enjoy your job get your benefits get your 401k belong to something bigger than yourself you don't have to choose You can do both with excellence. You can do both with excellence. In my book, The Symphony, A Guide to Creating and Balancing Multiple Streams of Income, uh, one of my contributors, Ingrid uh, Woolfolk, she's known as the numbers girl, she talks about the hustle, basically. Uh, And she talks about having the corporate gig, being excellent at that, and also having uh, a business and, and doing them both well. and and not allowing one to take away from the other. So I just wanted to get that out of the way. Yes, you can do both, all right? So the whole idea, remember, entrepreneurs are finding ways to turn ideas and products and services into income streams. So I call them increments, right? Um, And I look at this as a symphony, because at a musical symphony, you have many different instruments. And when you play them all at the right time, they make one beautiful sound. In your business symphony, you have increments. Increments are businesses that make money. And when you play each one at the right time, they will make for one big, fat, wealthy life. Okay? <laughs> you know, one nice bank account, a, a nice... Uh, you know, reserve, a great retirement fund, um, wealth that you can pass on to your family. So, but you got to understand you and you have to understand the parts of you that are um, good for your business, uh, the parts of you that are not so good for your business and the parts of you that don't exist that are required for business, all right? So in order to understand the business anatomy, you've got to understand who is in it And you are one of the main uh, you know uh, assets to your business so here's the personality of an entrepreneur here is one of the components one of the components or one of the character traits one of the personality traits is the thinker okay the thinker is the personality of the entrepreneur who will put a plan in place to make a dream a reality all right so Jeff Bezos may have said, I want to build a global store. I, it started out as a bookstore, I think. And now Amazon can deliver anything in within a day, 24 hours, sometimes the same day. I don't get it. You know, I remember having surgery and I needed uh, one of the um, the body pieces that help you to stay tight, basically. It, it It's like a girdle, okay? It's like a medical girdle, that's what it is. And I needed that because I've had a couple of surgeries. I've had a C-section, I've had weight loss surgery, I'll tell you about that, and so on and so forth. And I went on Amazon and found it. Um, I remember needing some tape. Uh, it's, it's surgical tape that will help to remove a scar or a keloid. And I had gotten some from my doctor, And um, I ran out and I went on Amazon, found the tape. Got that the next day. You can get anything. There was a thinker who put the plan in place. There is a thinker who puts together the blueprint. There is a thinker who makes sure that what is um, conceptualized in the mind can actually come to reality in the real world, okay? So there's a thinker. Some of you are running businesses and you have a great idea, but you have not thought it through. And because you have not thought it through, it has not proved to be as successful as it could be. And you may be frustrated. And really what you need is someone to help you think through. You got to get rid of your ego because someone who's going to help you think through is going to challenge everything you say. And it's going to feel like they are uh, minimizing attacking or something like that but that 's not it they are simply making sure that everything is thought through the next person the next part of this up uh, the personality of this entrepreneur is a storyteller that 's the marketing that 's the one who can tell everybody hey this is a good thing and get the message out there in a way that people can receive it and in a way that people can not only receive it but tell others about it all right that's the storyteller uh, the next Part of this personality of the entrepreneur is the hunter. The hunter preys on new business opportunities without ceasing. They're always going out hunting for a way to get the product or service in the hands of other people. That's different than marketing. Marketing is saying it's wonderful. Hunting is saying you need to buy it. Can you buy it? Can we put a deal together? You need a hunter in your business while you are... Uh, uh, learning about the anatomy of your business and that anatomy includes an individual and it's probably you, the entrepreneur. You need to understand the pieces of this entrepreneur, the personality uh, type of the entrepreneur. The next part of the personality of the entrepreneur um, is, um, and and this is very, very important. You've always got to remember, if you've got um, a thinker, if you've got Someone who's going to uh, be the storyteller. If you've got someone who's going to be the hunter, you also need, and, and I'm adding this, you need the calculator. You need a calculator. A calculator is going to be your financial person, your person who manages the budget, the person who balances the books, and the calculator is going to make sure you stay profitable because we don't want to run a janky business. We've talked about that. We don't want to run a broke business. We don't want to run a janky business. We want things adding up. We want profit, we want revenue, and we want expenses and cost of goods sold to be less than that, and then we want a profit. So I'm gonna keep talking about oiling your business engine, and guess what? The harvest is here, and the time is now. Hi, I'm financial expert Lynn Richardson. You may have seen me on Good Morning America, the Steve Harvey Show, or Get Up Mornings with Erica Campbell. Guess what? Did you know you can get your money back if you hire your kids? You can get your money back if you go out to eat. You can get your money back if you go on a vacation. Well, guess what? In my book, Get Your Money Back, Tax Deductions You Never Know About, I'm going to teach you how you can get your money back with your home-based business legally, ethically, and all with the permission of the IRS. Just go to AskGlenn.org. Okay, so remember this. While we're talking about um, your business anatomy, oiling your business engine, and understanding the personality of an entrepreneur. I've talked about quite a few things here and I want to just keep us on track uh, with the bigger message. There is... A personality type and it's a hybrid and this is the employee slash business owner okay now let me explain to you the benefits of being an employee can anybody say health insurance can anybody say matching 401k dollars um, can anybody say infrastructure and order um, that is one of the benefits of, of being an employee because someone is going to tell you what to do, when to do it, what they are expecting. And you have to meet, uh, that, uh, or, or those expectations in order to get a paycheck. Sometimes entrepreneurs, we can be a little off. We only do what we want to do when we want to do it and so on and so forth. And, and that's okay as long as your activity continues to drive you upward. But I will be honest, and I will say to you, um, entrepreneurs, uh, you know, people say, oh, well, you're so free, you can work whenever you want to. Yes, I can pick whichever 22 hours of the day I wanna work. (laughs) That's what it, entrepreneurs, it's almost like sometimes we're working around the clock because even when we're not working, we're working, right? now. The flip side of that is, as an entrepreneur, sometimes I can choose not to work for a long period of time and miss uh, either some goals or some important things that could be happening in the industry and so on. So one of the advantages of being an employee is there is order and there is infrastructure and you do have to be there at a certain time. Now, I would say If you are an employee and there's some flexibility, then you've got a great thing. Um, But if you're also looking to be in business while you are an employee, then you are what I call the hybrid. You're an employee slash business owner. And I wanna help you um, operate in this space with excellence. I remember there was a young lady who worked for me and she was a hybrid. She worked um, at uh, an institution and had been there for a very long time, had developed a high degree of trust uh, amongst her peers, her coworkers, her colleagues, and her superiors. And then she was working for my business, traveling, going to award shows, helping us with talent, uh, MC Light, Lil Mama, you know, a fun job. And I needed some copies made uh, of a document that I was going to pass out in an event, at an event that I was speaking at. And she made those copies at her job and brought them to me. And I asked her to never do that again. I did not want her abusing her resources at her job, at her, where her employer has entrusted her. I did not want her taking their resources and bringing them to me. And people said, well, Lynn, wow, because you're like a small entrepreneur. That's a big business. They probably didn't even miss the paper or the ink. That's not the point. I want you to treat someone else's business the same way you would want someone to treat your business. Would you want someone... To go and take your paper or your resources, your tools, your utensils or whatever it is that you have in your business. Would you want someone, one of your employees, taking those things someplace else for the benefit of something else outside of your organizational and corporate goals? No, you wouldn't. So don't accept it from anyone. So when you are operating as an employer and an independent contractor or slash a business owner, be sure that you're doing so with integrity. Um, but I want to share with you uh, something that I think is extremely important. And as I said, one of my uh, colleagues, my dear colleagues, she talks about hustle. And I want to tell you what hustle means, okay? I want you to understand, because we all understand that, you know, are songs, Hustle and, you know, so on Un- and, and so forth in the movie, Hustle and Flow. And sometimes it can have a negative connotation, but hustle is what we do to get from where we are to where we want to be. Even in the morning, if you've got small children, you gotta hustle to get them jokers out the door, okay? Get them to school, uh, wake up, eat your breakfast, do all those things. Um, so so what does it mean if we are going to hustle? First of all, it means holy and unapologetically starting to seek liberation through entrepreneurship once again holy so do it with integrity unapologetically don't apologize for it starting that means you must go to seek that means you're going to find and you're going to research liberation this is freedom through entrepreneurship so hustle it's the acronym is h U S S L E. Okay, we made that up. All right, or oh, my colleague made that up. All right, so it's hustle H U S S L E, wholly and unapologetically starting to seek liberation through entrepreneurship. You are uh, a hybrid, and you know, one of the things that you got to understand about this anatomy of your business and the personality of the entrepreneur and how it all works together, you are going to have to hustle to get where you're trying to go. Nobody's going to give it to you. Nobody's going to pass it out because at the end of the day, you are trying to be profitable and you want to make sure your revenue exceeds your expenses and you want to get your money back. The harvest is here and the time is now. KBLA Talk 1580, we've got a lot to talk about. Welcome forward. Now, this is the Millionaires Roundtable here on KBLA Talk 1580. And this is Lynn Richardson. And we are creating millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one dollar at a time and one dime at a time. And that means you. The harvest is here. The time is now and it. You must oil that business engine. And uh, one of the reasons why you want to oil that engine, because the engine of your business is going to basically provide all of your ideas, intellectual property, product service and resources with the ability to generate sales and revenue so that you can have a profit. And the number one way to get a profit, to have more money um, above and beyond your expenses, your emergency needs and your taxes, is to get your money back. So, how can you get your money back? If you're in business, you're gonna spend money on certain things and you wanna know what those things are and you wanna know the rules about those things. Learn the rules of the game, and then play the game by the rules. Now, let me just say this to you. If your tax preparer is telling you, you can't do these things, I'm gonna tell you right now, they're not telling you the truth. The IRS tax code is over 70,000 pages long, and there are basic rules for every single thing that I'm gonna say to you. So this is not what Lynn said, this is what the IRS said, and I'm going to lead you there. So one of the number one ways to get your money back is to take a look at your vehicle deductions. Can anybody say gas prices? Come on now. If you are spending too much money at the pump, guess what? Drive for business so you can get your money back. When you drive from your house to your job, you don't get that money back. But if you are an independent contractor, a sole proprietor, have your own business, a home-based business, now this is not driving from your house to your office building that you own as a business you don't get any deductions from that this means your primary business operations are out of your house now you may say well lynn i drive for uber so i'm on the road well if you are an uber driver or any other kind of worker who has to actually do the function of your business outside your home what the IRS is looking for is that the administrative portion of your business takes place in the house. So you get prepared, you look at your accounting, you uh, you know detail your schedule, you do all that from home. So it is a home-based business, even though you have to go get in the car and deliver. All right? If your business has another location, that's not a home-based business, and this particular rule does not apply. When you have a home-based business and you leave your house and you drive for business, any place you drive for business is now eligible to be a tax write off. You either get to write off the mileage or the expenses associated with that trip. It is all Commensurate with the amount of business miles that you drive per year. So if you drive 10,000 miles per year and 5,000 of them are for business, that's 50% of the usage for business, then 50% of your expenses, 50% of your gas, 50% of your registration, 50% of your engine, your oil change, 50% of all of that stuff is now going to be a tax write off. This is huge. This is huge because if you're spending five hundred dollars a month on gas, that means if you're driving for business fifty um, percent of the time, then that's two hundred fifty dollars a month that's one thousand uh, uh, dollars uh, every uh four every four months okay um, and that's three thousand dollars for the year now three thousand dollars is three thousand dollars and I'm using small numbers so your vehicle deductions you are either going to write off the expenses or the mileage, okay? You're gonna write off the expenses or the mileage. If you were driving that car for business last year and you wrote off the mileage, then you're gonna also have to write off the mileage again this year, all right? So you wanna talk to your tax preparer or you wanna Google IRS vehicle deductions. Pull up the schedule associated with this particular deduction and read it. All right, so when your tax preparer tells you you can't do it, you're going to actually go find the knowledge that proves that you can or you can enroll in classes at New Wealth University because I've been training with uh, my tax coach who was an IRS, um, he was an IRS uh, trainer. He's an attorney and a CPA who used to work for the IRS and trained all the auditors and now all he does is train folks like you and I. So you can go there and um, you can get that information. Um, The next area, where you want to make sure you're getting your tax write-offs. I've already, I've uh, tax write-off. I've already mentioned it in those meals. Okay, I don't go out to eat for for personal reasons ever. I always go out to eat for business reasons. Every time I go out to eat is to discuss business. Now I'm in the business of money, and it's always appropriate because everybody needs some <laughs> or trying to get some more. Uh, so it's a topic that always comes up. So I always schedule all of my meals when I go out to eat with people, those are always business meals, okay? So you can get that money back as well. I'm telling you, the harvest is here and the time is now, and it's time for you to oil that business engine. Let's talk about real estate, real estate, real estate. Hi, I'm financial expert Lynn Mitchison. You've seen me on Good Morning America, The Breakfast Club, and KBLA Talk. I'm so excited about sharing with you the Home Buyers Club. It's time for you to get the home of your dreams. No credit, no problem. Low credit, no problem. No down payment, no problem. I'm excited about you getting a piece of the American dream. Join the Home Buyers Club today. Yes, the harvest is here. The time is now. That is still the case because I want you to know it, see it, receive it, and believe it. And you have to oil your business engine. And uh, ultimately, one way to get the profit that you need is to get the money back. So we're talking about um, ways that you can do that. I talked about meals. Um, Here's something else I want to say about meals. You used to be able to write off 50% of your meals, but because of the pandemic, because of the pandemic, when the CARES Act was put into place, you're able to write off 100% of the meal if the meal is at a restaurant or it's takeout from a restaurant. Remember I said businesses are the uh, engine of the economy. A car without an engine cannot drive and an economy without a business cannot thrive. So the government wanted us to start to make the restaurant industry thrive. And so that was the incentive um, to, you know, go to a restaurant. And if you do that and you discuss business, you get to write off a hundred percent of that meal. So that's extremely important. All right. That's due to the cares act. Check with your tax preparer for the expiration date on that. Here's something else. Now, let me just say this. Uh, if you are in business with your spouse, eating out with your spouse does not qualify. Uh, the IRS is not funding date night. All right? So if you go out to eat with your spouse, it does not matter. You could have the biggest business in the galaxy. Um, That is not a tax write-off. In order for it to be a tax write-off, you and your spouse have to be at that meal with another third party. uh, And I would say, make sure it's more than one person. All right? So if you and your uh, spouse are in business and you do real estate or you do sales or whatever it is that you do, and you're meeting with a potential client, a potential referral partner or someone who is a contractor or a vendor um then that becomes a write-off so you want to be very very careful about that and um you don't want to try to play games all right i say learn the rules of the game and play the game by the rules it's very important for you to know that now with all these expenses you must know who what when where why and how much i said all of that before but i'm going to say it again document everything here's another way to get your money back so that ultimately in oiling that engine which the purpose of that is to fuel your ideas products, services so that they create sales and revenue so that after that sales and revenue after your expenses your emergency needs and your taxes you've got a profit all right And the number one way to get a profit is to have less money going out or to have more money coming back in and this is w- one way to get the money coming back in the third area uh, the, again, this is a, a, something that every last one of us, if you're in business, um, you either have or should have, um, or you're already doing. So most of us are driving. Most of us are eating. I don't know too many people who aren't doing either or both of those things. Here's a, here's the other thing, your home office. You want to take advantage of the home office deduction, because if you do that, now you're going to get back a portion of your rent, your light bill, your gas bill, your telephone bill, all these things It's very important. It's a lot of money. When you start to add up, because you might say it's just, it's just $10, it's just $20, it's just $30. When you add up all the it's just, your wealth is lying there. So not only do you get to write off your computer and everything that you bought for that home office, but also your utilities and household expenses as well. This is good. It's time to oil that engine. The harvest is here and the time is now. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. Welcome forward now. This is the Millionaire's Roundtable here on KBLA Talk 1580. And this is Lynn Richardson. And we are creating millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one dollar at a time, and one dime at a time. And that means you. Okay, the harvest is here. The time is now. We've been talking about oiling the business engine, um, the personality of an entrepreneur, um, and also the business anatomy. And all of these things work together uh, for your good. The Bible says all things work together for good for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. Well, let me tell you something. All these pieces work together um, in your business um, to make your business prosper and grow. So let me just say a couple of more things about the home office. If you want the home office deduction, that space must be used exclusively for business. You cannot use your home office as a business Monday through Friday, and a place to sleep for your guests on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, Saturday and Sunday, on the weekends, whatever, Christmas, holiday, your mother-in-law comes over, she can't sleep in there. If she does, it's no longer home office, you do not get the deduction, okay? Uh, You do not get the deduction for uh, that portion of your rent, mortgage, Um, thousands and thousands of dollars, okay? So it is exclusively for business. Take a picture, of everything in your home office. So if you are ever asked any questions by the IRS, if you have to document anything, you've got proof of what's in there. Have a sign talking about your business. Make sure you've got uh, some marketing material for your business in there. Uh, In my home office, and I have uh, three of them, I have three home offices in my home. One is an administrative office, another, is a studio where I record um, everything, um, video, audio, whatever it is. And a, a third space is where I take uh, meetings and I have important uh, business discussions or if someone comes to my home uh, for a business meeting or I'm meeting with a network executive, uh, that that's where I do that, okay? so. I want you to uh, remember um, that this space must be used exclusively for business. Business trips, if you're taking a business trip, because what, you wanna get your money back. You wanna get your money back, okay? Trust me, the amount of work that it takes to learn how to get your money back is nothing compared to the feeling that you have when you get to pay less money all with the permission of the IRS. This is with the permission. It's with the permission of the IRS, okay? A business trip, you must intend to do business before you go. You cannot take a vacation, go to a reunion, uh, or go and see your boo, or your baby, or your whatever, You cannot turn that into a business trip after you arrive or when you return home. You must set your intention prior to leaving. I would say even before you book the airline ticket or your hotel or whatever it is, or get in the car and drive, send an email to someone uh, indicating that you are coming to do business, okay? And actually do business when you get there. Um, Sometimes it's easy if you're going to a convention or conference, but if you're going to a convention or conference, you must spend more than half your time doing that thing. But if you go to scout out a new building, or if you go to check out a, a referral partner or have a meeting with a client, you don't have to spend more than half your time. So those are some of the things you get to learn at New Wealth University. The harvest is here and the time is now. KBLA Talk 1580, we've got a lot to talk about. Welcome forward now, this is the Millionaire's Roundtable here on KBLA Talk 1580 and this is Lynn Richardson and we are creating millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one dollar at a time, and one dime at a time and that means you. What is the action of the day? The action of the day um, is to take an inventory of your business, what's working, what's not working. Um, Are you really making money? Is this frustrating you? Do you want to quit? Are there some people in your business who should no longer be a part of your strategy? Do you need to let someone go? Do you feel sorry for them, their family, or their children? I know so many people who know that someone should not be working for them, but you feel sorry for the whoever. Let me tell you something. If you really feel sorry for them, free them, free them. Because what you're doing right now isn't working. It's not working, okay? Um, You think that if you let them go, then you're taking money off, off the food off their table when actually you could actually be freeing them to get the creativity, to get the passion, to get the skills that they need to soar. You aren't helping anyone by enabling them. You are not helping anyone by being codependent and you are not helping anyone when you know that you two or three or four, however many people it is, that you're working together is not for the greater good. You're frustrated, you're tired, you're irritated, you don't trust the person. Something is happening And it is not leading you to where you want to go. Let them go. Be a big girl. Be a big boy. Pull your, you know, underwear up. What they say, put your big girl underwear on. That's what they say. Uh, Look, I didn't make it up. That's just what it is. Put them on in that relationship so that you can get to the next level. Okay? Take inventory. If you don't know how to do that, go to... Ask Glenn.org, Get the master achievement, get, get the master achievement plan or better yet, join the Entrepreneurs Academy. Here's the word of the day. It's First Chronicles four and ten. Jabez cried out to the God of Israel and said, oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. I'm asking you right now to cry out that your territory may be increased. You may. Be on a job right now that's only paying you $15 an hour and you cannot figure out how you're going to get from, forget check to Monday. You can't get from check to the next hour. Okay? You don't have to stay there. You don't have to stay there. Pray and then make work and effort towards the progress. The harvest is here. The time is now.